Bootstrap Bill, you're a liar and you'll spend an eternity on this ship. Welcome back to episode thir- 14, <laughs> episode 14, I think, of our podcast. Begs and Pip, what lo- what love requires, that's what it is. I remember it this time. It has been. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about how our first year and a half plus two months-ish have been. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been... It's been a while. Pop quiz. Do you remember your vows? Oh, that's a good question. I do remember promising never to poison you with cilantro. Which you've done. No, I've just eaten cilantro myself. Basically the same thing. So I think by association, maybe. I haven't poisoned you. You're still here. Is that a good thing? We'll see during this quarantine how I feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, some context for those of you who have not listened to the last episode. We are one week in to a at least four-week quarantine. I'm guessing it's going to be longer than that. Probably. But yeah, so we are one week in, which, I mean, we're a quarter away there. Honestly, this week went better than I thought it would. Uh, what were you expecting? <laughs> I would not say this week has gone well. Well, it's not gone perfectly, but I expected it to go much worse. How much worse? Just worse. What were you expecting? Like mushroom. Like. Oh. So. Okay. The house is still here. I still like you. So that's good. Yeah. I thought it went pretty bad. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, anyway, back to your vows. What else do you remember from them? Specifics? I, I, I don't. Nothing. Uh-huh. You? I remember I very intentionally went serious, funny, serious, funny, serious, funny. Um, I started it by quoting one of your songs. You sure did. Um... I don't remember, I think, any of the serious ones. I remember to take selfies with you, mm-hmm. um, eat fancy food with you. You promised to be fancy with me. To be fancy. I eat a lot of charcuterie. I feel like I've accomplished that. Shashushri? That's all I remember. I don't remember a lot more. I do remember you saying you promised to pursue me. I I do remember that. I don't remember. Sure. Also, funny story about you quoting the song at the beginning of your vows. Did I do it wrong? No. I messed up at the reception. Oh, did you actually? Yeah, because I sang a song for you, and I was convinced that was the song you quoted in your vows, 
which mm-hmm. wasn't planned out that way at all. I just planned to sing this song for you. And I was like, oh, cool. He, were, he like, quoted it in his vows. So I said that at the reception. <laughs> then I started singing the song, and then I realized, oh, this isn't the song he quoted. It is also a song I wrote for him, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I've actually never told anybody that before. This is the first time That's I'm... That's funny. I don't yeah. think anybody noticed. <laughs> no. I, I really don't think anybody knew. Surprise. Um, so I have notes here so that I remember what we have to talk about. I didn't <laughs> Did cheat. you put our vows in there? I did not. Oh, we should go through those after. Okay. Well, we can do that some other time. <laughs> um... I put a note in here that we were going to actually watch our vows, but I didn't read through the notes before I opened the notes, so we're not <laughs> going to be going through our vows. Maybe we can go over them again in the next episode at the okay. beginning. Next episode, we'll go through our vows. Um, okay, so let's <laughs> talk about what we've done well. What have we done well, Amber? <laughs> not a lot. Let me, let me let me just get a note paper. You can lay down, lounge on the couch. A long, I'm just gonna take a long notes. paper. Silence. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we've done silence really well. I have. You have. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, actually, what, like, what's something you, that we've you think we've done well? We, well, we're still learning how to communicate, but I think something we found out during our marriage prep and something we've been kind of working on consistently is our communication mm-hmm. um and i think we've been really intentional about the importance of that i think sometimes we still over communicate about things and we still need to learn how to put things to rest a lot quicker sometimes than we do or just put them on hold for... yeah that's a whole thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's true we're still learning how to communicate but i think just the the value that we have had on communication from the beginning has been really helpful in our marriage. Yeah. How? You're on the spot. Yeah, I don't like being on the spot. Don't do that. <laughs> well, like, okay. Okay. Anything else that you think we've done well? Well, you go for it. I give one. Well, I get notes, so I get to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Um... <laughs> We have, we started doing this really well and then we kind of fell off the bandwagon, uh, but our finances, Mm -hmm. we got, we were like really quick. Well, cause we got gifted at like uh, the Dave Ramsey financial peace thing. And so we got on the same page super quick and we're super gung ho and like super detailed budget, super intentional. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, we just fell off the wagon. The thing is, we still are on the same page on what we value as far as our finances go. I just feel like we haven't been intentional about actually living that out. Well, we will have a conversation about that on another episode. (laughs) Um, But no, I, yeah, okay, interesting. Because I would not entirely agree with that. Hmm. I think we've fallen off a little bit harder than... No, we've definitely fallen off. Well, even 100%. like fallen out of alignment, I think a little more than hmm. than you think we have right now. Um, so I kind of along the lines of communication well as we've 
think, done well at addressing issues as they come up. Yeah. Which I think definitely plays into the we don't let things go to rest. Yes. (laughs) When something comes up, we just figure it out. And or we try to. Probably more accurately, yeah, we try to figure it out. But yeah, I think we we don't let issues fester, which I think is the yeah. the thing that we've done well. And yeah, we talk about it when it comes up, like this past week when you needed space. And then very drastically no longer needed space. And then very drastically needed space again. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? On our communication? Yeah, and just addressing things quickly. Yeah, we do. Like, if there's something that is bothering us, like, I'd say it's never been more than 24 hours before somebody says something. At least about it. It brings it up in some way. Um, so still don't bring it up always in the healthiest way no sometimes it can be well lots of the time it can be brought up in a not great way but it's still brought up and we still end up resolving it yeah most of the time in a healthy way totally I think totally and it's cool to me because I know that that's something that we've been told right from the beginning from everybody that's really important uh, in marriage is communication so the fact that we both value it highly is mm-hmm. encouraging um, yeah. we're just still learning each other's communication methods and <laughs> The biggest thing, the biggest challenge I've probably actually seen in our communication methods is when something gets intense, I physically get tense. And so I just kind of like tighten up my core, tighten up, and then my voice goes slightly louder than normal. It's more than slightly. And it gets, it's firm. Mm -hmm. Amber, when things get intense, she kind of shrinks and gets quiet and smaller and so the perceived difference to her in my voice is much larger (laughs) i feel like he's yelling at me and he's asserting a lot of excess dominance (laughs) but i also do shrink up into a little yeah and it's yeah like it's not i don't think i've actually ever yelled at you Ah, except for the times we've yelled at each other. I don't even think we've yelled at each other. Mm, There's been a couple times I can remember in the kitchen. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I guess we yelled differently. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember, like, the yelling matches I'd have with my mom, and I've known I've had nothing to been close to that with you. (laughs) True. And then, kind of the last thing here, then, that I have written down, which, again, is on lines of communication is our sexual communication. Yes. And communication in the bedroom. So, Mom, if you're listening, now's a good time to stop. (laughs) Your mom doesn't listen to this. (laughs) Uh, No, she doesn't. She's explicitly told you. (laughs) Um, But that's very true, though, when it comes to our sexual communication. like Yeah. And I think, you know, that started kind of right on... uh, Not on the honeymoon. I think it started after the honeymoon. After the honeymoon? After the honeymoon. (laughs) Uh, that's when, you know, we actually started, well, you started to verbalize the things that you wanted and needed during sex. Mm -hmm. And that's when we kind of got into the conversation of maybe that's why the honeymoon's always so great. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> no, because you didn't bring up what you wanted until after. <laughs> it was still pretty great. But we were okay. To be fair, though, when it comes to oh, we sexual were having communication. Sex long before our honeymoon. As, like, as a clarification. Like, it wasn't that that was our first time we had already kind of figured some of that out. Yes, but... Okay. I thought that's where you were going. Not at all. I'm sorry. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I was going to say that before we got married, we were given some wise counsel about how important like sexual communication is. And so um, that's something that we just knew was important. And so after we came home from our honeymoon, like it was something kind of we started doing right away just because it was something we were counseled to yeah. do. And I found, yeah, that's been really it's been really helpful and really great and um just like taking that fear out of it like admitting to you what i like and what i don't like and um, it was awkward yeah <laughs> like it's it's weird to say no this isn't good it's true no, i don't like that mm-hmm. and but if you don't say it earlier it just gets harder and weirder to say later totally and the thing is is like you can correct me if I'm wrong but like when you've told me things aren't working for you or you don't like it like I'm not offended by that it's like okay let's just try something different and same thing when I communicate that to you I never feel like you're yeah no it's upset that I've said oh I don't which is I'm not enjoying this right now (laughs) (laughs) and like you know it it could be like you want to do a certain position but that's just not working at that time and then Mm -hmm. yeah that's a bummer but it's fine like yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things it's it's fine and part of this just not blowing it out of proportion too like you just say it doesn't work you kind of switch to something else and yeah and uh yeah no that's been that's been really good and i feel like i'm not i'm not afraid to bring stuff up with you when it when it comes to that so um if you're new newlywed listening to this and you haven't been communicating start now <laughs> well yeah and yeah, I, I don't even know if I have any advice for anybody who's listening who's, you know, married and been married for a while and is listening. I don't know how you would start that conversation. Totally. I I don't know how you go that long without saying what you want to then decide, like, suddenly start saying what you want. Totally. That would be... I feel like if I was in that situation, I would probably just talk to you totally when we're not in a moment of that, like... Hey, yeah, but, there's some things that I haven't communicated to you, and mm-hmm. I feel like now's a good time to start doing that, so don't be thrown off. Yeah. If I start to bring that up next time that we're doing the deed. <laughs> I think that lines on... I think there would have to be the groundwork, though, for regular communication, though, in that relationship. Totally. And I think if you're not communicating during sex, and you're not a, you're not feeling comfortable enough to say what you want... I think there's probably just some bigger underlying issues. I'd have no idea what they are. Mm-hmm. I've been at this for a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's just kind of what my you're gut's right. telling me yeah. is that there might be... If you're not comfortable saying what you want in sex, there's just, probably you're not comfortable saying what you want outside of sex. Which, interestingly enough, you have the opposite problem. <laughs> Enneagram type 2 right here. Yeah, so that's so we're we're going to transition now into some of the things that we can um, that we're wanting to work on in our next half year of marriage. 
<laughs> Only for the next half <laughs> Only year? Only for the next half. As soon as you hit year two, wherever you're at, that's solidified for the next however long you're married. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So we got another six months to go. <laughs> Less. Lots of quarantine time, though, to figure this out. Yes, I feel like but, this is, okay. like, speeding up the process. <laughs> you can get 50 years of marriage issues resolved in four weeks of quarantine together. <laughs> um, yeah, but so one of the things that we know that we need to work on is has around has to do around Amber talking about her needs yes and voicing her needs Mm -hmm. and so do you want to kind of talk about yeah why I think we'll maybe talk about Enneagram stuff later but um something I've learned about myself as a type two um is that I have a really hard time expressing what I need and sometimes that can come from like not wanting to be selfish or not wanting to be seen as selfish um and so it's something that I've kind of suppressed in a lot of my relationships and just for a lot of my life. Uh, so learning how to say what I need and realizing that that's not me being a burden to you has yeah. been has been tough to kind of make that switch and I'm still working on it. Um, uh, but part of that is to, like you asking me what I need in situations and persistently like encouraging me to actually say what I need, not asking once and letting me say, oh no, I don't need anything, it's fine. Yeah, but when I, okay, sorry, I'm about to cough and it's not because I have a cold or coronavirus, it's because I can't drink <gasps> water properly. <laughs> oh no, not the wrong tube. <laughs> yeah, I'm just an incompetent human being. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, so some of it is I do need to get better at asking and, um, you know, asking again, but as well, when I ask, answer me. Totally. Because we're very opposite in where if I ask you something and you say, no, I'm fine, I believe you. Mm. I will take you at your word. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like I should be able to take you at your word. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know that I can't because she's a liar. <laughs> Bootstrap Bill, you're a liar and you spend an eternity on this ship. Um, but yeah, so one of the things that we're going to be working on in the next year is not quoting Pirates of the Caribbean spontane. Oh, no, as I'm if. That's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, kind of how, what, what, where's our balance of how much do I have to ask Amber and how much Amber do you just need to say it mm-hmm. but again when you say it I do need to act upon it yes uh, or it kind of reinforces that your needs don't matter and totally I may have just reiterated everything she said I honestly was not paying attention I was trying to not to cough that entire time <laughs> it's okay you reinforced it they've really got the point I just finger guns. Oh no! You you did. You one hundred percent finger gunned, oh, no. and I'm not gonna do it to make you feel better. It's probably gonna happen again. Um, the other thing that we have to work on is our chores and housework. Hundred percent. Because we suck at it. 
I've actually been enjoying that part about being able to be at home so much is I feel like I'm building more habits of cleaning regularly um which is actually encouraging that like after a week I feel like I'm getting better at you know yeah like doing dishes on the go like my mother taught me (laughs) (laughs) or even just like when you do the laundry folding it right away it does not take that long we still have two loads that have not been folded but out of six so that's pretty that's up from our one out of six that is yes (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and i think part of that stems though from before we got married and like right after we got married like i have this kind of burden of place on myself about wanting to be the perfect housewife so i've like I want to be able to say that I'll do all the dishes and all the laundry and all the cleaning and do it well and I'll do the cooking. I'll do. I'm not gonna try to sing. Yeah, that. don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's something that I like. I wanted, or I thought I wanted, and I just wanted to be able to be this like perfect housewife. And I'm not because I'm also not a housewife. Like we both have full time jobs. I mean, not at the moment, but generally we both have full-time jobs. And so realizing that, like, not all of that can fall on me right now. I think six months in, we had a a pretty big meltdown about it. Yeah. And kind of realizing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I never put that expectation on Oh, never. Never. It was just an expectation that I had put on myself. Yeah. But had thought that I was expecting that as well. Totally. And so... After she had her meltdown, we were able to be like, no, I totally get that. You can't do that. And, well, the last year, how do you feel? Um, Tell me, how do you feel? <laughs> Giggles. I'm happy. No, happy. I, I... Not happy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, uh, I feel like we're still learning how to communicate about like housework and stuff but totally. I feel like um, I know now that you're willing to help me with stuff mm-hmm. um, which is encouraging uh, or I, I will whether or not I want to is well want to and willing is different yes I am willing <laughs> but yeah um, originally I kind of wanted to split up jobs as to like things he would do things that I would do and there's a little bit of that but I feel like it's more of okay who's going to do it this time who's going to do it next time yeah. And um, just more of a collaborative collaborative effort rather than like, this is your job, this is my job. Now I'm going to hound you to do your job a bazillion times. Yeah. So um, I think, like I said, during this time of being at home, like I'm, I feel like I'm personally building a lot of habits as far as cleaning goes, which is going to be really exciting. Um, one thing I maybe haven't realized until like I'm just verbally processing right now, but I think when we go back to real life and I'm actually working again, like, I don't want there to be this expectation on me to continue doing most of it because, like, right now I am doing a lot because, <laughs> shush, because. No, I get it. You're, you're going back to work. You're totally. not being a stay at home person. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're at home, but you're working right yeah, now still. And you're not. Totally. So, the other thing that we have not done well at, which I don't think, and th- this actually I think is a great time to kind of take an evaluation at this. Yeah is being lazy with our time hmm. and not watching so much TV. Because that's kind yeah. of been our routine and thing is in the evenings, that's what we'll do. We'll just watch Netflix yeah. or Disney Plus or 
whatever. Amazon Prime or <laughs> that's but yeah, that's what we'll do, and we'll just we'll be lazy with our time. We won't go like we basically burn an entire summer not going for outside in totally. in the river valley. Like we have a beautiful river valley just kind of behind our our place and we didn't really go for Mm -hmm. any walks or spend any time outside and yeah I think you know we can definitely focus on being a little bit more intentional with our time and spending a little bit less time watching tv I think a lot of it has to do with breaking habits too because like to be honest I mean we think we've mentioned this before but we didn't date well like our entire dating relationship was basically us watching tv yeah. And fooling around. <laughs> and so I think that's because it's been so much of our, our history and our habits. Like, we have to realize that when we're choosing not to watch TV, like, we have to work really hard at it because we are breaking. Mm-hmm. We are breaking the habit. Um, and even, like, coming up No more up eating like, on the couch. Hmm? No more eating on the couch. <laughs> that's a big thing. Like, we just... We eat on the couch. Unless there's company over, we eat on the couch. Totally. Yeah, we had a friend over and like actually had dinner at the table it's like oh this is like it's been a while since we've done that yeah so i think part of it though is to like learning how to do stuff inside because it's a little bit colder right now too and yeah, so when it's we're still inside snowing yeah Ugh. but when we're when we're inside like it's so easy to just say oh well we're inside we're gonna watch tv so yeah. learning how to do different things like inside the house we have a lot of games we can play but even just figuring out stuff to do other than just trying to figure out a game to play because like this summer this summer we were inside a lot because it was so rainy and wet and that was our excuse to be in a lot of the time which it wasn't actually like it was a very rainy summer comparatively a lot of not rainy times that it would have been fine to go outside but it was just the excuse is oh it was a rainy crappy summer which Mm -hmm. there's always excuses the other thing that I have on my list of things that we have not done well, but I think have actually started doing well since we wrote this, <laughs> is eating healthy. Totally. When we made these notes, this was probably January. Yeah. January or December when we kind of wrote these notes out. And we were not eating well mm-hmm. at all. Like, I was working at the dealership and I would go to mcdonald's three times a week like a lot like every time i come into your car on the weekend yeah, it was, it, like, was oh, it was bad it, it was really bags. bad <laughs> you just weren't eating a lot i was eating crap mm-hmm. and but i think in the last three months we've actually done a really good job of eating well totally i've gotten back to bringing lunches to well you're making me lunches but <laughs> you know when when i was working i'd bring lunches to work bring eat I'd bring supper if I wasn't going to be home for supper mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't have to go out. Yeah. And yeah, you got like your meal plan and you've been like eating well and eating regularly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I think we're doing pretty good at that, actually. Totally. Um, I so think, high five. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of that is because you started meal prepping and you just you decided like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to start meal prepping. Yeah. I'm going to actually have like food to bring with me to work and I still don't understand how sometimes we eat the exact same thing every day but it's not crap it works like you're eating chicken and rice and salad and carrots and you know your stuff so okay question <laughs> for those of you who see there listen to this if you had the option to not ever have to eat food again would you take it and it's not that you 
like could eat food if you wanted to you can't eat food period no bacon no chocolate no chips no cake nothing but you never have to eat again you have like the perfect balanced dietary you're getting all the nutrition that you need like the perfect healthy intake costs the same as if you were buying groceries so there's no financial upside there's no nutritional like downside but you never have to eat again would you do it no why not because I love food. I'm a foodie. I like how things taste. I love how things taste. And I like how food brings... so much time. <laughs> like, it's a pain in the butt to have to go eat food. I love food. And I like that food brings people together. Like, having meals with friends? The best. I, I, I won't disagree, but... Never having to cook. Never having to clean up dishes. Yeah, not having to do dishes would be great. Yeah. But you wouldn't food. have to cook anymore either. I love cooking. Well, anyway, I'm on I would not eat again. I would take that in a heartbeat. Amber's on absolutely no. So where do you <laughs> land? Anyways, so you started meal prepping and I um, started um, this fitness group and part of it is we get a meal plan for the entire year, kind of released a month at a time. And so for me, it's taken all the guesswork out of like what I should be eating in portion sizes and what I should be cooking. And so I have a list of, of things to cook, but I still get to enjoy preparing it. And um, yeah, it's been really great. It's been teaching me a lot about, yeah, just like what my body needs. Um, I have a history of having an eating disorder and um, just really unhealthy relationship with food. So this has been a really cool few months of just learning um, yeah, learning how to have a good relationship with with food and um, eating healthy, and like I, I'm feeling so much better, and so I'm excited because um, I think even when we get back into our regular routine, like this is something we we had already started building into before we got mm-hmm. quarantined, and now we've been home, like it's been to have the opportunity to reinforce it. Yeah, yeah, so that's been yeah, that's been really cool. So those are the things that we're going to be working at getting better on, and so. This is a, um, this this last little thing, I got four bullet points, which might be three of uh, things that we are, at least in January, committed to doing, which maybe not have, but now we have to until August. Yeah, that's when we, yeah, August. Did you forget our anniversary? No. What day is it? 25th. Yeah, good. Mm, well done. That was a one in three When's my guess. birthday? August something else (laughs) (laughs) it's the fifth Uh, so things that we're committing to doing in these next couple months is establish cleaning routines we are committed to well we we put on here we're gonna each cook one meal a week again that was under the context of we aren't eating well which I think Mm -hmm. has changed and we don't really need to be doing that so because that's kind we're meal of prepping like a, on Sundays yeah. yeah so meal prepping on Sundays instead mm-hmm. um, we are going to make and follow through on March April May June July August five budgets April May June July yeah five budgets and we are going to go on six unique dates and that is 
regardless of what is happening with Corona, we will find a way to go on six unique dates somehow. Maybe one of them can be the grocery store. (laughs) So (laughs) They're still open. (laughs) Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, If you have any advice as we go into our next year of marriage, if you have anything that you know, you heard us bring up and you're like, oh, you should do that. We did this. This worked for us. Mm-hmm. Or I read about this. Try this. Love to hear it. Like, absolutely. Please let us know. Uh, you can email that into begsandpip at gmail.com uh, or you can find us on any social media at begsandpip and just send us whatever. Slide into the DMs. Gifts. Send us a gif. <laughs> send us a gif of your advice. That's what I want. I want to see your gifts. Second breakfast. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with us um, and taking that that time to listen to us ramble on. So you may do the outro this time. See ya.